Welcome to Influence the Podcast. I'm Christine. And I'm Lindsay. And today we are going to be discussing our first book club pick for the month of June. Uh, This book is called The Idea of You. And you've probably heard me alone talk about this book numerous times, especially on Instagram. I've basically begged everyone I know to read this. So I pretty much begged Lindsay also to have this book (laughs) as our first um, book club pick for Influence the Podcast. Yeah, and so go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm so excited to record this episode because I literally talk about this book with anyone that I can. I think you actually text me one day and ask me to read it. And so I ordered it that day and I got it (laughs) in the next day and I read it in two sittings. Yeah. Um, I saw someone else. um, Actually, I've gotten quite a few messages about people who have read the book for this podcast episode, which made me super excited because we both love to read and books are definitely going to be a major part of the podcast. Um, But I know Amelia, she had messaged me and she said, I stopped reading what I was reading to read this book and I couldn't put it down. I finished it in two days. That was me. Exactly. So I'm excited it wasn't just me. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to get into what I am calling this um, book. This is the best summer read for 2019. This is like the best beach read you're going to find. But first of all, we're going to go into our weekly love and hate. Uh, Lindsay, what was your weekly love this week? This has been a love for the past couple of months, uh, but I wanted to talk about it on here. Um, It is the Digit Money Saving App. So have you heard of this? You did, if I'm not mistaken, did you not do a um, blog post about this? I talked about it in a post. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it so much. I'm really bad about, I'm not bad at saving, but I'm bad about being, I guess, intentional with it. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. um, I've been using this since April and it's been kind of quietly putting away about 20% of my paycheck every month. Wow. Yeah. But it's. What I like about it is that it doesn't take it all out right away. Like, I think mm-hmm. yesterday it saved 63 cents. Um, <laughs> but then one day it took out $50. But it's not a huge amounts that you're necessarily going to miss. Miss. Um, so it's a good way to put away money quickly without realizing it. It doesn't feel like there's a big chunk taken out at one time, which right. I know is hard for some people. Um, this I think that's me. hard for a lot of people. I think so too. I know it's hard to save. I mean, a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck, so yeah. I, there's no judgment here on this part. I've been there, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> we all have been, all there. been there. <laughs> so, but this, I've just never been really good at saving money. I, this I is something that I, I would love to have, like someone that's a professional in this area talk to us about some tips. Cause I think yeah. quite a few of us struggle with this. I mean, it's really hard. I think they say you need to have at least like three months or six months of like your salary or whatever, put that away way. for an emergency. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never, and yeah, that's what they say. That, yeah. <laughs> and how many people honestly have that? 
or if you do, there's always something that comes up. Like I saw even today, like when I got in my car, my, my stupid check engine light came on like what? So there's always something that comes up, but I love like what you're talking about, like little ways to save that aren't going to be like taking out tons of money or paycheck. And then you don't have money for groceries. Right. And it doesn't, you have, there's like a low balance protection. So if your account goes below a certain amount, um, you can have mm-hmm. it structured to where it'll take money out of your savings oh, nice. back in your checking account. So, I mean, there's all kinds of different ways you can set this up. I have four different savings that money is being put in now. Like I have, um, I'm trying to think. I have like a rainy day one, an emergency mm-hmm. fund, a credit card fund, just to pay off debt, right. and one for Christmas and like vacation. So it's going into four different accounts. Essentially, I mean, it's not an account; it's just kind of yeah. Like I get this it. app is yeah handling that's it. great. But I need to look into that. I love it. It does cost like two ninety nine a month, which mm-hmm. you don't miss that either. Um, but so my question is your, am I allowed to say his name? We haven't gone over like any of the privacy things like your, your boyfriend. Am I allowed to say his name? Okay. Jason, is he a saver or is he a spender? Oh, saver. A hundred percent. Okay. That's Rob too. Rob, I honestly think could go forever and not buy a single thing. Uh, That's him too. And I'm the total opposite. I'm getting better because I just don't really need anything, which Mm -hmm. never stopped me before. But (laughs) (laughs) I sit here with a full cart from Nordstrom. I shouldn't say that. Exactly. um, I'm trying to like get rid of some stuff. Uh, I know a lot of people are do that at the beginning of the year. I've kind of been working on that all year. So yeah. I'm selling stuff on Poshmark and sending, donating things, but, and realizing that I don't need that much. So I'm trying to get better about that. And I'm kind of being competitive with myself right now to see how much money I can actually. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. And like you, like I've had a lot happen. Um, I had a root canal last month yeah and you know things pop up that you don't expect they do. and we do the best we can <laughs> so that's all you can do yeah. I mean but I'm definitely going to look into that because I am the worst person in the world about saving and Rob and I are trying to build up our savings again like debt happens it does. um student loans are no fun I'm still um, aren't even close to being paid off yet and medical bills forever. Yeah, you know, like medical bills mm-hmm. when you're going through infertility treatments are pretty costly. Sure. Um, so just trying to get all that paid down. I am the worst at saving, though. I am the absolute worst. It pretty if, easy. Yeah, I'm going to oh. look into it. Rob would probably be, like, thrilled if I would even save five bucks a month. <laughs> Is there, like, a well, referral if you, or and anything? We can put this in the, yes, I was going to say we can put this in the show notes if um, you want awesome. or I'll share on my site. But you'll get five dollars that's probably a five dollar so start somewhere you know (laughs) that's I mean honestly that's what you have to do you just have to start you do and um, yeah I'm, I'm my bank is pretty small town but it was on there I know I've talked to a couple of people who wanted to sign up and their bank wasn't available, but just check. Mm-hmm. never know. I didn't expect mine to be. Uh, my brother signed up and he didn't expect his and it was, and he saved like a ton already too. He loves it. Awesome. He I'm going to talk to Rob about so, it. Yeah. I really, it's a great way to do it where you're not having to think about yeah. it, I guess. So 
Yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. Awesome. That's a really good love. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, So my love is definitely not as interesting, (laughs) but um, I follow this person on Instagram and their handle is, it's like things I bought, I liked or whatever. Yes. Do you know who this is? Yes. Yes. Okay. Did I get her name right? Because if you're not following her, you need to be following her. Things I I bought and let. Yeah. Things I bought and liked. Mm -hmm. She has like almost 200,000 followers and she basically just shares things that she buys and she likes. Mm -hmm. And she one day put, um, on her Instagram stories, this Harry's fig body wash and Harry's, if you aren't familiar with it, they make like the razors, the shave cream, you can get them online. It's like the men's version of Billy or whatever. And I've actually worked with them a couple of times. They have great products. So she recommended this Harry's Fig body wash. And she said it was like the best body wash. And she had no idea like why it wasn't popular because it smelled amazing, um, all of that. So, of course, Target carries it. When I was at Target, I picked it up even though I didn't really need it. (laughs) It smells so good. It's sulfate-free also. Like, it's very moisturizing. People said that it was very strong-scented and heavy. I don't feel that at all. Um, Some of the fragrances in it are Juicy Fig, Blood Orange, and is it Cardamom? Is that how you pronounce it? I have no idea. Cardamom? I don't know. Those of you listening, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It is $7. Oh, that's great. $7. You get 16 ounces. And... I like to take a shower every night before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect like nighttime scent. I don't know what makes it different. Like it's not like one of those like wake you up scents. It's like a relaxing yeah. scent. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have compared this to the really expensive fragrance brand. Is it Lalabo? 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 I have no idea. I feel so, they carry so behind. <laughs> they carry it at Nordstrom possibly Sephora. I can't remember, but it's like 200 some dollars for like a tiny thing of fragrance. So if you are familiar with that brand, this is supposedly similar to the Labo, the Noir 29 fragrance. So you can get this at Target. You can buy it online. You can have it shipped to you automatically. There are two other scents. It like lathers up really nicely. It doesn't feel stripping of the body. Um, I have really sensitive skin. It hasn't irritated my skin. I love it. And it's kind of like a unisex fragrance. I need to try it because I have been obsessed with the beauty counter. Um, yeah, I, I still it, haven't tried that. I think it's called Citrus Mimosa. It's something mimosa yeah. and it smells so good, but it's like $25 for body wash. A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people say it. it's good. Yeah, I love it. It's a good one. I usually use one that has like a scrub in it, um, mm-hmm. but like after I get a spray tan, I don't want to do that. So I right. use that a lot after I get a tan done, but Oh mm-hmm. man, it's just too much. Like, I can't justify yeah. spending $25 on body wash. And I, I like this one because it's sulfate yeah. free. It's a decent sized bottle and it's under $10. Yeah, perfect. I'm a big body wash. Like I have so yeah. many in my shower right now. I love like a good variety of body washes. I, I just, I love it. Like some days I'm in the mood for a certain fragrance. Yeah. Some days I want fragrance free. Like I just like to have options. I need options in my shower. I do too. I'm a body wash and shampoo hoarder. Well, you gotta, you have to try this. Yeah, I'm going to. I've seen it at yeah. Target, but I just said no. So now, now I know. 
Now you know. So why don't you talk to us about your weekly hate? Okay, get ready. (laughs) (laughs) So we are now past our blogging episodes, and I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about blogging, but I saw a post last night from a blogger who lives um, in Connecticut, and she was at an event. I think the Jack Rogers was throwing, and she posted two stories in... I know this is going to sound crazy, but it just made me so mad. Um, One of the stories (laughs) she posted and said, all of the bloggers have come to Connecticut. So she kind of scanned the crowd and it was literally only white skinny women. Of course it was. There's no other blogger that exists, apparently. Yeah. Then she posted another story of like a group of women and said all of your favorite bloggers in one pick. I didn't even yeah. recognize. She was the only one that I recognized. So I knew one other, I know who you're talking about. I know, I know one other, I only know the name, but there was literally no diversity no, at all. And it just, it was so tone deaf to post that in yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm. To, you could say so many bloggers came right. or, I mean, there was another way to frame that than I can't believe that you would show just this group of upper middle class. Definitely upper middle. um, Skinny white women and make comments like that to your followers. And maybe that's all that follows her. I don't know. Maybe that is her audience. I'm sure that it is. Mm -hmm. Do you think so? I mean, as a white woman who is also blonde, both of us, I think you're still kind of like aware of it though. Like when you go to events and stuff, like I've gone to events where there is a lot of diversity, but I've also been to events where it's like skinny women, certain type of crowd, like, you know, their audience and there's no diversity. Right. Right. But do you think these, I don't want to get into this. Like I have a super long conversation because I know we could. Do you think these brands are like realizing that they're only inviting certain types of, of bloggers to these events? Like, do you think that they realize that there's no diversity? Well, I kind of, I don't know. I mean, you would think that Jack Rogers would see this event and be like, Oh, hmm." yeah. (laughs) And I don't know how they determined, you know, who would be invited. I don't know if it's people they've worked with in the past, but still, why are you not reaching out to a more diverse crowd? It's definitely an issue Um, in the blogging world. It is. Yeah. And we want to maybe talk about this in another yeah. episode and uh, just go in a little more detail. So I don't want to waste a lot of, I don't want to say waste time on it because it's not time wasted, but I just, that was something that really bothered me last yeah. night when I saw that. And I know like as a white woman, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, okay, this doesn't look right. I can't believe, you know, that you would share it in this context. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think people can sometimes share things and not realize how they're coming off. Um, yes. but I think when you see it repeated amount of times, that's mm-hmm. when it's a problem. I agree. Yeah. It just, it was very, I don't, I can't even think of the word for it, but it didn't set well with me and I'm surprised nobody has called her out on yeah. it. Uh, Maybe they have and she just won't. And that's something I'd be curious, like that our listeners, like, is this something that, you know, if you even aren't a blogger, is this something that you realize when you're looking at 
different bloggers' stories and pictures and different things like on Instagram or even their blogs, do you see a lack of diversity? Is it something that you've noticed? Yeah, that's a good point. We definitely have. Real quick, um, last year around this time, there was a local magazine that did um, like a cover shoot with what they, I don't, I forget how they worded it now, but it was for white bloggers, skinny white women (laughs) in Kentucky. And we have a pretty, I mean, I will say we have a pretty diverse crowd, a pretty diverse crowd of bloggers here. Um, And I did call out um, the magazine and some of the women who shared it because it just it bothered me mm-hmm. a lot. There's so many talented women and men in the state and everywhere um, that don't get their due. Yeah. Because they don't look a certain way. So <clears throat> even men bloggers, like that's a topic for another time. There are a lot of sure. men like bloggers and influencers out there and they have amazing content and yeah. they rarely get invited to events. They rarely get yeah. covered. PR doesn't reach out to them. Like, not all of them, but I know a good, like, I've heard that quite a few times. Oh, yeah. But good for I'm, you for calling it out, though. Well, it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the only one, thankfully. Yeah. Um, so I felt pretty proud. One of the only times I felt proud of Kentucky for calling out yeah. bullshit yeah. because they're not always great about that. So, yeah. Well, anyway, all right. What was your hate for the week um, or your weekly hate? This is kind of a dumb one, but I am probably not alone in this. So we are recording this episode ahead of time. Um, so it is right before Father's Day. Yes. And <laughs> I have the biggest problem shopping for my father and father-in-law. I mm-hmm. have two men who don't really have any hobbies. Mm-hmm. If they do have hobbies, they're the type of men who just buy it if they want it. They don't like have, right. you know, they don't save money. Like, Oh, I'm going to save up to get this. If they want it, they got it. Like, they it. <laughs> yeah. like Ariana Grande. Um, <laughs> I still don't have a gift for them. I'm clueless. Mm. I want to know, yeah. is it just me? Or do other people really like have this problem? Because like, I want to get a gift. I mean, it doesn't even have to be anything big, but every single time like Christmas comes around or a birthday, Mm -hmm. it's the same people that I'm like, what am I going to buy these people? No, I have trouble with this too. Um, This year, my dad asked for a pressure washer, a new one. So my siblings and I all went in together and got him a really nice one. At um, least he he gives you an idea. I know. Well, he doesn't usually. So I ask my mom a lot, you know, like, what can we get? But thankfully the past couple of years, he's had like bigger things that he wanted. Like we bought him a grill one year, you know, this year it was that. Um, But he's like that too. He doesn't really want for anything. And, you know, so it's very hard. I have trouble buying uh, for Jason too. So we just started we just started taking trips instead of getting gifts for each other. That's kind of what we're doing. Cause Rob and I are going to Europe next year. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be like every other blogger and be like, I'm in Paris, but um, <laughs> we have been saving up for a long time and we are going to be going to Paris and London. We're not, we're not exactly sure like what our itinerary is going to look like, but 
we have been saving. Um, That's great. Because obviously this is going to be like an amazing experience. I want to go there and have fun. Mm. Um, yeah, but Rob course. is the same way. Like we, I didn't really do a lot for him. His birthday just was like over Memorial Day. Instead, mm-hmm. we're like, we're just going to like sock money away for our trip. Yeah. So yeah. that's great because I have that, you know, as an excuse right now. But like mm-hmm. when it comes to shopping for the men in my life, I would say like I'm, I can easily shop for my brothers, but like my father-in-law, my dad, like my stepdad, I struggle so much. They are the it's hardest hard. people to shop for. And it's like, I don't want to yeah. give them like, just like some kind of like, here's a gift I got for you because I didn't know what to get for you. But, right. but that's where I'm at right now. So that's my hate because for some reason it always seems to fall on the woman to come up with a gift idea. Oh God. Yeah. And it yeah. annoys the hell out of me. Like, was it you that shared yes. that thing on his yes. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, gosh, I have to come up with the idea of what we're doing for Father's Day, like, with my, and I did talk to my other sister-in-law about it, but, like, the gift thing kills me. I'm like, Rob, you know, what are we going to do? I don't know. A a week later, Rob, hey. That's me, too, with, like, my siblings. I'm the oldest, Yeah, I am, too. um, I was like, I went out to Lowe's one day and said, he wants this. I'm getting it. You all can bend my homie money, and here's what we're going to cook. And you all can help me get the food yeah. for this. So I just had to take charge. You know, maybe that's just my being the oldest. That's yeah. my personality. But I feel like if I don't do it, then it won't get done. So, yeah. so that's my... Uh, take over. I, and I'm like, at this point, who knows? Like, he might be getting tennis balls for Father's Day because <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Like, he doesn't grill. He doesn't cook. Like, no, he doesn't okay. like beer. He doesn't really drink. So it's like all it's like all the, stuff all the that go-tos. I yeah. yeah. Do they like to go out anywhere? I mean, is there like a restaurant <sighs> gift card or like a gift card somewhere? He also doesn't use gift cards. Really? Yeah, really. Like he probably has a pile of gift cards. My father-in-law, my 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 okay. stepdad will use gift cards. Uh, he's probably going to get an Amazon because I don't know what else to get him. Yeah, um, always a good gift. But my father-in-law, no, he just. He doesn't really use gift cards. He buys what he wants. Wow. So I don't know. He might be getting a plant or something because he loves plants. Oh, well, that's a good idea. It's like plants and tennis. That's that's his life. Well, there you go. Yeah. So Could you get him? Sorry to like be giving you ideas in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> Is there like a place where he gets his tennis equipment? Yes. Could you That's do actually, a gift card? I here? could, or we actually have a warehouse here and they have a store. So maybe I'll just uh, like take him there. Like, yeah, idea. like yeah. pretend that I need something for tennis, even though I haven't played in like years. Like, hey, I uh-huh. need some new, like I need a new racket. Come with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't and know. And then just let him count yeah. something. <clears throat> so I'm sure um, those of you probably understand the frustration um, cause it always seems to fall on the woman to figure things out, but that's where I am right now. And that is my weekly yeah. hate. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, You'll find something. I know it's so frustrating. I know. I'll let you know what I end up with. Yeah, please do. So, um, I think it's time to talk about our book. Yes. So the idea of you is our June pick. It is a, a book that got a lot of attention online. 
that's how I found out about it. Um, I'm in quite a few. I had never heard of it until you yeah. told me. So I don't know how I missed it. I'm in quite a few book clubs online, like on Facebook. And I, I love that because I like ideas of like different books I might not have heard of. This is how I came to this book. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm a member of the Spivey book club on Facebook. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. fantastic book club. There's like 13,000 members. So wow. the book, the books that they're putting out there, this was one of them that I kept seeing over and over and over again. And then also the bad on paper podcast yes. also mentioned this book. So I was like, okay, okay, I need to read this book. Like I'm like one of those people, like I can be very influenced. If so many people are talking mm-hmm. about it, I want to know what the hype is. Yeah, I do the same thing. I read the book. I think I read it in like one day. I loved it so much, but nobody I knew had read the book, and I had no one to talk to about it. <laughs> That's when you text yes. me. Yes. <laughs> like, please read this book. So yeah. before we go any further, we are going to be discussing this book in detail. So, if Including you, the ending. Yeah, if you have not read this book, Stop listening to the podcast episode now. We don't want to spoil it for you. Um, read the book. Come back and finish listening to the podcast. So this is your official yes. warning. We're, <laughs> we're going to be spoiling things for you if you haven't read the book. Yes. So we both read the book. I loved it. I did too. It's an easy read. Yeah. It's like I, I've been saying, it is the best like beach read for the summer. I agree. And I had read, uh, right before I read this, I had read another book. I think it's called At the Point. It's called something like that. I talked about it in my recent, like what I read Mm -hmm. in a post, but I needed a palate cleanser after that. (laughs) It was a really sad book. And this was the perfect, like kind of, um, you know, fun, light book to read after that. And to give you kind of an overview, and Lindsay, help me with this. I feel like sometimes I'm bad at summarizing books. This is, there have been quite a few descriptions. Lindsay and I don't know what type of book to call this. I would say it's a chiclet. People have told me that is not a proper way to describe a book anymore. Um, We've also been told this is a not considered a romance Yes, I've called it a romance on my post, and I was told that it's not a romance because it doesn't have a happily ever after ending. That's so weird to me. I know. I don't read a lot of romance, so to me, this is a romance. (laughs) I I didn't know that it had that connotation. I had no idea, so um, I'm still calling it a romance. Yeah, I'm calling it a chiclet romance book. But uh, Lindsay looked it up, and apparently the term that some people are now using is domestic fiction. And that just seems like shit to me, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to call it that. Whatever. Um, But I do think... Um, you've said beach read yeah and I think that's a really good yeah. description too I mean to me a beach read is light and fun yeah. and romance not heavy it's not heavy so that that's we're doing the best we can yeah um we're wrong I'm sure somebody will come for us and you know we're big assholes we're because we call assholes. it and romance, <laughs> there are worse things I'm that have been said to both of us I'm it. sure hundred <laughs> percent. I'm sticking with that. I have a degree in English. I'm calling this a romance and chiclet. Yeah. Okay. 
I like it's okay. You're a professional in my book. So yeah, I totally, that makes me a professional, right? You're a total professional. (laughs) So (laughs) the idea of you was written in, it was released in 2017. So this is not like a necessarily like a new book. Um, I didn't even realize that. I I thought it was like a brand new book. I did some research on it. You should be proud. Okay. So um, the author is a woman named Robin Lee, who actually, starred in some of the 50 shades um movies you can look her i've up never seen any of those so i didn't <sighs> recognize her at all but i have seen them um yeah <laughs> we won't talk yeah. about those but she that's story for another, that's another day. story for another day <laughs> um but you know i wanted to point this out because this is a very like a, like she is a professional. She has been to Yale and Columbia. She's a graduate, has a law degree from Columbia, and has a, a bachelor degree in psychology from Yale, I believe. I'm looking on the back of the book right now. That sounds about yeah, right. So she's a lawyer. She is also an actress, and she said that she got the idea for this book. She fell down a rabbit hole online looking up um, a boy band. That's so funny. And her husband said to her, that would be like kind of a good book. And boom. I agree because I don't know, I don't know of anything else written like this. And <clears throat> I don't listen to any, I don't really listen to a lot of music, like new music. I'm, I'm really like, don't listen to anything new. It takes me like years to hear songs. I'm like, Oh, I love that. And it's like a five-year-old song, <laughs> but so I don't know any of today's boy bands, but like, I was wondering if it was like this for, like, I kept thinking of like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. That's my I, frame of reference. I believe that I read somewhere and I don't know how true this is. This might not be true. I heard this was some kind of like after Harry Styles from One Direction. Well, that's who I pictured. I have never, I cannot tell you one of their songs. I can't even think of their band. I actually, I used to really be into them. I love like current music. I swear I'm like a teenager. Sometimes I'm like, am I too old to be listening to this? Because, and now the Joe Bros, like they're back, the Jonas Brothers. And I'm like, oh my God, I love them. Who are the Joe Bros? See, I don't even know. This is why you guys are listening to us. <laughs> yes. Like, I have no idea who you're talking about, but, but I did picture Harry Styles. So it's like of- the only reason I know who he is is because he was doing the uh, Rock Hall of Fame yeah. induction yeah. for Stevie Nicks. <laughs> um, a lot of people said they couldn't picture him in the role, but like as that character, but I read somewhere that that was kind of, this was loosely based on him. Based on yeah, that. I guess it's the only person that I could think of like that's current. Yeah. So that's who I picture. But I'm sure, you know, whatever. There's probably other guys out there. So the idea of you in involves a woman and her name is Solen and she is 39 at the beginning of the book. Yes. A divorcee. She is a successful art gallery owner. It was in Los Angeles, correct? It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is also, she has a daughter who I believe the beginning of the book was like 12 turning 13. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. her name was Isabel. Mm-hmm. There is also a boy band by the name of August Moon. And one of the characters in that boy band is Hayes Campbell. So the book starts off with Solen. And her ex-husband was supposed to take her daughter, their daughter, and her friends to 
this concert to like do a meet and greet with August Moon, the band. The ex-husband was supposed to do it. He flaked out on her. Mom had to step in and take over. So they fly to Las Vegas and are basically like backstage. Did they go backstage first or was it after the show? Oh my God. I don't know. It, I think they went before and then they went back after. Again. Yeah. So yeah. Selene is with her basically teenage daughter and her friends. And she sees one of the members, Hayes, and they like instantly have this connection. And mm-hmm. I think that they watch the concert and the mom is kind of like, okay, you know, like in that moment, I think where you're kind of like, I'm at a teen concert. These girls are going crazy. And if you've ever been to one of those concerts, I have, um, they're crazy. Like it's loud. You can't hear anything. These Mm -hmm. boy bands, like the guys are worshiped. Mm -hmm. These teenage girls, like all the crazy hormones and everything. They're like obsessed with these guys. So they get invited to go backstage and they really like her and Hayes really have this connection And it starts off with him basically like saying he's going to be in touch with her and they're going to have lunch at some point. That's kind of how it went, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the thing that got my attention was on the cover of the book. I believe it was the cover. It said something along the lines of what would you do if you were able to live out your daughter's fantasy? Mm -hmm. And that like kind of hooked me on the book because the whole premise of this book basically is these two people like basically meet and there's a major connection there there is a huge age difference like 20 years she, so she is 39 and he is 20, 20. Yeah. yeah so he's not even so. like legal at this point yet right but he is what you would basically like i would consider like someone in like one direction or everything like major major celebrity major superstar Mm -hmm. And they kind of start a relationship and things progress and it just kind of goes from there. And it really, I feel like it grabs your attention really quickly. And I think that this was like actually a relationship. Like it wasn't just like, you know, friends with benefits. These two people form a relationship and it's a real honest type relationship that I think that they didn't expect to happen. I mean, they fall in love with one another and, um, yeah. (laughs) What did you, I mean, we haven't given away the whole book yet. We'll go into more detail, but like, what did you like best about the book? Honestly, I liked how I like the age difference because I don't think that we see a lot of this where this, the two are reversed. We yeah. see a lot of men being the older one. But yeah. We don't really see a lot of this. And I thought that was really interesting. I liked seeing this from a woman's perspective. Um, I think it's interesting because she's 39. Yes. He's 20. Like imagine like at that point in your life, like it's such a huge difference, but it works for them. Like I never once felt, I mean like maybe in times I never felt like it wasn't a real relationship. No, I didn't either. Even though he was 20 and he's young, Mm -hmm. I felt like Hayes was like a very old soul. I agree. He never seemed 20 to me. 
And I mean, it's been, no. it's been a long time since I've been 20, but I don't, there wasn't, a, he wasn't really immature. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like he was immature at all. I think that that was like one of the things I loved about it. Because if you see a man dating a much younger woman, like probably as a woman, we're like, yeah, whatever. Right. But it's not really like, you don't really think about no. it. Like, not at all. But if it's reversed and a woman is dating someone much younger, it's like a big thing. Like um, the French, isn't it she like the president or something in France or something? She's like married to like a much younger man. And it was like. Is it that he's the president and his wife is older? No, I thought she was. I'm probably wrong. I need to get caught up on international politics. You guys can look into it, but there's like, yeah. it, it was a huge no, thing right. yeah, because, yeah. yeah, because there was a huge mm-hmm. age difference and it's funny because if it's a man, it's not really a big deal, right. but with a woman, I love that she put that like is being reversed, that it was the woman who was much I like older that too, because I think we've all like made jokes. Like, I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio does this shit all the time with women. Constantly. We don't really bat an eye over it but I think Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of some of the women who have done this like J-Lo I think has done this um yeah because she dated her dancer or whatever um, there have been so many other women and we always kind of have something to say about it well um Ashton Ashton and Demi Uh, yeah yeah that was a big one so yeah that was a big one I love that she did that is like one of the parts of the book um should I summarize the rest of the book so we can go yeah, into can. it more? You want to summarize I'll it? I'll let you. This is fresher on your mind somehow. Okay. Kind of like you're bringing up all this stuff that I've kind of forgotten. So I'm afraid I'll leave something out. So the, basically the relationship, it's, it started out as like kind of like a casual thing, which I kind of thought was just going to turn into a hookup because there was major, major like sexual chemistry mm-hmm. between these two. Like, good for her. I was like, imagine being in that position, you know, like, I'm not going to say she was at a shitty time in her life, but you know, I think that she was real, you know, she was divorced. Her husband, like I'm, I'm picking up things as we go along, but um, her husband's had moved on. Like he was in a very serious relationship with a much younger woman. So, right. I mean, she was quite a bit younger than him. If I remember correctly. So and her, her ex-husband didn't really support her, and it was what kind of led to their divorce mm-hmm. because she was a successful businesswoman. She had her own art gallery. He didn't really support her in those endeavors. He kind of wanted her to be a stay-at-home mom, and that just yeah. wasn't – It wasn't what so. she wanted. So here we have this woman. She's going to be turning 40. She's, you know, recently divorced. Like, I think it was, like, maybe three yeah. years, I believe. And so she has lunch with Hayes. They have this major chemistry and the whole kind of relationship kind of evolves from, I think neither of them thought anything of it. Um, and they really do fall in love with each other. Like it it seemed like such a real, I keep going back to that, but like, I felt like the emotions and different things, I didn't feel like I was reading a relationship between a 20 year old and a 39 year old. It didn't seem that way at all. It was not at all. So they have this major relationship, but she keeps it a secret from her daughter because if we remember correctly, her daughter is like basically obsessed with yeah, Hayes. This is like her teen crush. Yeah, there's like posters of the band in her room and all yeah. of that. So. 
So Hayes basically, I think he realized that he is serious about this relationship because he's like, you have to come clean to her. But Solene keeps pushing it off, doesn't say anything. She doesn't really want anyone to know. And I think that she's the one that had the biggest issue with the age difference. That was a huge thing to her. Like, why would he be choosing me? What is he doing with other women when I'm not around? Like, I can't imagine what it would be to like suddenly date a pop star. That, that, that's a big part of the book. Mm -hmm. I think like his fandom and how crazy they are. And it's not like your typical relationship here. You have someone who tours constantly, who is in the public eye. You know, if you go on the computer and Google him, like you probably don't want to see what's going to come up. And that's a big part of their relationship and some of the struggles. And the paparazzi follows them everywhere. Constantly. So she finally does come clean to her daughter that she is dating this guy. And I don't know why, but I kind of like, I thought that was such an awkward scene, but I thought the writer did so great with it when she, um, Selene actually had Hayes come in and talk to Isabel. And he was like, I know you think you love me, but you really don't. But he did it in like such a like gentle way. And I just couldn't imagine like how awkward that conversation would be of like seeing your face on her the posters on the walls. That was was awkward. I remember when I read it, kind of cringe. I'm like, yeah, this scene. Like it it was very awkward, but like he tried. Like even though he was 20, like I think he would have like taken on the responsibility of being like a step parent, Mm -hmm. like really well. I don't know. There's just something about him. So they talk to the daughter. The daughter is like devastated because she thinks she's totally in love with him. The relationship keeps continuing. Paparazzi and fans are going crazy after them. Um, So there's a lot more to it than just trying to have a relationship. They're also dealing with the public Mm eye. And basically, Selene kind of comes to a realization She loves this guy so much, but she also has this relationship with her daughter and it's affecting that relationship and her family so much. So like once the paparazzi starts like following them and um, it starts getting out there, it's not just like her daughter that knows her Mm ex-husband is angry about it. Um, Kids at school start bullying her daughter. So it, it becomes kind of a big deal. Yeah. So it's kind of like a situation where she really loves it. And I genuinely think that she loved yes. this guy, but it was kind of like, I have to choose between loving him and choosing mm-hmm. my family. So they kind of break up. Things happen with the paparazzi. People are like sending her sex toys in the mail, yeah. like really random things. They go and and her- don't they do something to her art gallery? Like they... Um, yes put graffiti on the wall or something yes so it's it's like affecting all aspects of her life so Hayes is kind of like you know I don't know if young and still kind of innocent like it'll work Mm -hmm. out it's fine we love each other like I think they both realize they love each other they're she's flying out to meet him at all these different places like they have some amazing sexual chemistry yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) Uh, the book definitely is pretty steamy. It's pretty descriptive for being a 20 year old. He somehow or somehow knows every single thing about sex and pleasing yeah. a woman. Like, I mean, bravo like, for him. Over, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But basically, at the end of it, she makes a choice of her family and not him. And the way the book ended, I was so shocked. Because I think, like, with most romance books, we're always made to believe, you know, it's always a happy ending. That's why this is not a romance. Yeah, this is not a romance. <laughs> so basically, they break up. But Hayes, like, comes back to her house. They have passionate sex again, of course, because... He's a rock star, boy band god. And they really do love each other. She basically, um, in the, I think in the scene I'm trying to remember, he's like, I quit the band. Yes. Because he, he kept telling her, like, I will quit the band for mm-hmm. you. Like, that's how dedicated he was to her. But she did not want him to do that. She still had issues, I think, of her age. You know, would he want kids? You know, and I'm not going to be able to give that to him. Kids. Right. So yeah. There was a lot of things in their relationship. And when you read the book, you'll get that. But basically, the book ends after him coming over one night. They have sex. He tells her he's quitting the band. And she has, like, this freak-out moment. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. And she realizes at that time that he's willing to do this for her, but it's going to affect the rest of his life. And she literally kicks him out. He's crying. And that's kind of the end of the book. And it said, like, I just pulled up the um, ends of the book just because I was trying to remember exactly. But um, it said that he would call her every day in the beginning, multiple times, uh, send texts. And then one day they stopped. Yeah. Which made me really sad. (laughs) It made me so sad. It wasn't the ending. It wasn't the ending that I expected. You, I knew that the ending, because you had told me that the ending, like you wanted to talk about it. So I knew, but I just didn't know how it would end. And I didn't expect it to end that way either. So. Yeah. I was really shocked with that ending. Um, I kind of loved it. Like that was one of the things that I loved about the book was that it wasn't like your typical romance where everything is sunshine and roses and it works out perfectly because that's not real life. Um, But I also hated that ending at the same time because I really did love them as a couple and I thought that they had a chance. But I understood and I appreciated that she stepped up for her family and probably for the better of him Mm -hmm. because she didn't want him to quit the band. She wanted him to still be able to do what he was supposed to do. And he was very talented. Like he wrote like all of their songs and he was kind of branching out on his own a bit, but leaving the bands Mm -hmm. would have probably ruined his career, I guess. So, yeah, I think in that way, she almost, um, I know this has been brought up almost kind of like a motherly role to him. Yes. But like, not in like a creepy Mm -hmm. way. (laughs) Yeah. But like almost like she's, she's telling him that he still needs to do this. This is his life. You know, he would be miserable. Like he might be okay for a while, but afterwards he's going to realize like, Oh shit, I gave up my whole life for this woman. And what if something didn't work out? You know, there's a lot of like, what ifs Mm -hmm. that could still happen in their relationship. Totally agree. Um, was there anything else that kind of stuck out to you? I don't think so. Um, I'm trying to think. I think, I mean, we covered everything I think that kind of stuck out to me. 
I, I think not to like have no, a conversation. Not. Obviously, I had a lot of thoughts on this no, book. It was the first time twice, I've really been able to talk about it. Yeah, I did. I, I read, read it twice. It and yeah. I have since read like Columbine. <laughs> and oh, I feel like I should have gone just back and one. read it again. Because um, I enjoyed it a lot, but I read it so quickly. And I'm trying to think like yeah. little things are popping up, but... I think the one thing that kind of like struck me as I realized that celebrities have a different sort of life, but like, I remember in one scene, like they had a fight and he just wanted to go leave the room and like walk away. Like he couldn't do that because they were fans Mm -hmm. everywhere and just trying to go out and have like a normal date. You realize kind of, and I think we kind of know, but you realize like what they have to go through Mm -hmm. to do like normal things, like to go on dates and that. Like there's so much thought that has to go into it. Um, Paparazzi catches them when they were on a boat um, doing things that they probably wouldn't want to be photographed and it was photographed and it was released, you know, and she has a daughter to think of and a family Mm -hmm. and her parents. Like, can you imagine having to explain that to your family? Mortifying. (laughs) Mortifying. But like, I kind of loved it that here was this older woman who I think probably had some issues of like, oh shit, I'm turning 40. Like, you know, there was a scene and I should have wrote it down, but she was like, I turned 40. My boobs still look the same. My body still looks the same. I still have a 20 year old in bed with me and he (laughs) wants to be with me. Nothing has changed. And I thought that that was like such a point though, because I think we focus on age so much, especially as women. And girlfriend still had Mm -hmm. it. She was still getting, um, the sex from yeah. Hayes. There were <laughs> like was, 18 year olds throwing themselves at him. So. Yeah. I mean, and I know, I think that he just, I don't know. There was something, I think that when they were together, they brought out the best in one another. I agree. Yeah. And I think it taught each other like lessons. I think so. I, I liked the way because that I, it made I, her kind of be more relaxed. Yeah. Um, you know, she had a lot more and confidence more confident in herself. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I really love this book. It wasn't your typical ending. There's been a lot of people asking because it is getting so much buzz if there will be a sequel. And she said that she's considering it. Ooh. It's not like a definite, mm-hmm. but I do know someone bought the rights to it to make it a movie. And I feel like it was Gabrielle Union or something. And I could be getting that totally wrong, but the rights have been purchased to make this a movie. That'll be exciting. Yeah. But I think also another um, was just the fact of how much social media had to play into this relationship. Yes. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, I can't imagine, like, as a celebrity, it's just such a different life. You can't have a day where you go to the grocery without makeup on because there's going to be somebody there to take your picture or, you know, bother you. And I I wouldn't want it for myself. But that's just me. Do you (laughs) If it was you in that situation, do you think that loving someone would be enough to make that relationship work? I don't know. I thought about that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't have kids, so I couldn't really identify with her giving up the relationship because of her daughter. Yeah. Because I thought, well, she has to be happy too. And maybe that makes me sound very selfish, but I don't know that I could have done it. Yeah. So... I don't know that I could handle a relationship like that. I think that you have to be a very strong person 
a very confident person Mm -hmm. and a very trusting person. Definitely. Because I mean, they were, they spent more time apart than together. Yeah. Like she would fly and like go to his shows and they would have like a night together or something, but they're constantly around all these Mm -hmm. people. And like I said, these teenagers and women are throwing themselves at them. So you have to have a lot of trust. (laughs) And I don't know that I would have that. Yeah. But I did. I thought it was great though, that this book really made you realize that women can be desirable over the age of 21. Like even as a 40 year old, it's okay to like love yourself and like realize you're banging some hot boy band member. Like, you yes. know, props to you, girlfriend. I, I love how her friends reacted to the relationship. Um, they, yeah. because we all know that women can be really shitty uh, towards one another. So shitty. And I really appreciate it. I think it was one of her friends, one of her daughter's friends, moms, like they saw the video of them on the boat and she came mm-hmm. over to the house and brought like wine and she was like you go girl yeah, <laughs> like, yeah seriously. Awesome. and if someone were to come to me I would be like props right. to you but you know we can be judgmental towards one another so I, oh, I like so that they wrote that into the book that all yeah. like most of her friends the women around her even her mom was supportive of it so mm-hmm. I really liked that aspect of it and it's great because you don't see that no, all the time, no. even in books. Women aren't always supportive and there for one another. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. No. So I think this author did a really good job of bringing a lot of topics to um, to I light agree. in the book. Yeah. And it really was more than just like a steamy read. Like there was actually a, a deeper um, kind of things to take away this from it. This wasn't Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> It was not Fifty Shades of Grey, and I, I will say, I read all of them. I saw the movies, and this was so much I better. Think, like, <laughs> I didn't read those, so I can't. I think I read part of the first one, so I can't really speak for it. But when I kind of read what this was about, I expected it to almost be like that, and I was surprised yeah. at how well written it was. It was so well so written. Too. And someone like I'd kind of pulled up just some things while I was looking into um, reviews for today for our episode. And someone said it was so poorly written. And that was one of the reviews. And I'm like, I didn't get that at all. Like that. I think I it was really, I think it was well written and well constructed. So 50 shades had some major fluff. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. We know why people were right. reading the book. Um, and I remember that, like, I remember moms, like in my neighborhood, like reading it at the pool, but they would have like a towel over the cover because they didn't want anybody to know they were reading a book about yeah. sex. And there's nothing oh. wrong with that as a woman. Like there's nothing wrong with reading romance novels and books that are sexual and oh, things no. like that. It's a part right. of life. I mean, I've not to get too deep into it, but I have read reviews where people said like reading books like that help them in their relationships. They help spice things yeah. up. It's like new things that they haven't thought Mm of. And I think that it's crazy that women feel ashamed to read something like that. I'm not saying like, you know, about Fifty Shades. I mean, I I don't know who has that kind of fantasy. Maybe some people do. do. (laughs) Yeah, you do you. I mean, hey, if you're into that thing, go for it. We are not going to shame you. We're not here to judge, promise. Not at all. Like... Whatever makes yeah. you happy. But I felt like this was like an actual relationship that I could somewhat relate to. Yeah. 
like there were parts of it that, you know, with, um, cause I had been in a long distance relationship before and you understand the complications. It wasn't just like some fluffy book full of sex. No, not at all. And that was something that I really liked with this book. I felt the same way. Yeah. So I think we've covered yeah, it. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are things that we probably have missed um, discussing, but we will put up um, a post on Instagram, post on Facebook, and feel free to leave your comments, you know, things that you took away from the book, questions that you had, whatever, and we'll kind of chime in and see if we can get a conversation going. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. So our next book for July, we are changing the type of book we're reading. It's a complete Oh, completely. Um, And we both have read it already. So we are going to be reading Columbine by Dave Cullen. And one thing I think that Lindsay and I both want to do is to really have a variety of books that we're Mm -hmm. reading. They're not all going to be easy beach reads. Um, We want to have a conversation. And so I had um, sent Lindsay a message and it was a book that I had been considering reading and we just decided to go for it. So July's book is Columbine by Dave Collin. Get it now. We're going to be reading it and discussing it. The last, so we will have the discussion the last week of July. The 31st. Is that right? The 30th or I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Whatever the last Wednesday yeah. of the month is. Um, so read the book. I can say that it was a great read. It was a hard book to read. I'm not going to lie, but I learned a lot about it that I wouldn't have known otherwise. I did too. And, um, I had, I wrote about it this week in my post as well. And I had a lot of people saying they didn't think that they could read it. And I do understand where you're coming from. Um, I will say there are not a lot of detail shared about the children, um, yeah. I consider them children. I know some were probably 18, but yes. that was one of the things that I was worried about. And I didn't really feel that they did that. I didn't feel that he, there were a few, I expected it to be a little more, mm-hmm. I don't know, grotesque, maybe. It was disturbing was like, enough, but it wasn't anything that was like overly it wasn't, disturbing. It's not salacious. No, not so, at all. I think he did a great job. So I don't want to like, yeah. So if you are kind of on the fence about it, we understand, but I definitely encourage you to read it because I think it's a great book. The way he wrote it and presented the information and all of that. I found it. I did too. And if nothing else, I mean, it's back in the news again. It was 20 years in April, which I can't believe. Yeah. And they are also, we'll talk about this in the episode, but they're considering tearing down the school. And that just mm-hmm. came out this past week. So yeah. it's making news again. I mean, it's never going to go away, but. It's never um, going to go away, unfortunately. It's a good time to pick it up and read it. And I found yeah. out a lot of things that I didn't know. And a lot of what I thought I knew, I was wrong about. Mm-hmm. So you were completely uh, wrong. Give it a, give it a so, yeah. try. I think that you'll be surprised. 
Yeah. Um, so that's going to be our July book. And again, we're going to be um, discussing that book on July 31st, our last episode for July. So you will need, you so, will need that much time to read it. It took me weeks. So yeah, I'm normally a fast reader. And like, I kept telling Rob, like I need to read it, but like I would have to take breaks yeah. because some parts were just really overwhelming to me. Um, it's a lot to take in, but I still wanted to finish it. It wasn't like a book that I was like, Nope, can't do it. I still wanted to yes, finish it. Agreed. So give yourself time. And then because that book is so heavy, we'll be going with a much higher <laughs> yeah. read after that. Don't worry, they're not uh, all going to be true crime, horrific things no. happening to children, I promise. Yeah, definitely. We'll keep it um, varied and yeah. um, month to month. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We hope that you love the idea of you. And again, if you haven't read the book, well, everything's been spoiled for you now yeah. if you're still listening. <laughs> but it's by it's by Robin Lee, The Idea of You. Definitely a book to check out. Yeah. Thank you all. All right. We'll be back uh, with another episode next week. Bye. Bye.